In a not all distant future, culture war has become routine. It's no longer about good old family values, hating every kind of Jew or every kind of queer. It's an endless series of proxy battles fought by uncles, mostly Uncle Toms. Culture war and its death drive has become like everything else, a clunky and mystic algorithm where no one knows exactly what they're fighting for, just who they're fighting against. Culture war has changed. Perfectly designed soldiers can stave off accusations of anti-Semitism by saying they're actually Jewish, racism by marrying a black man, and homophobia by being from England. In a world where one's identity is his only weapon, one man tries to become an atomic bomb. I'm talking about one of my favorite hogs, one of my favorite right-wingers, all-star in my opinion. Uh, very much like defeated, but never surrendered, you know, I'm talking about Miley Yiannopoulos. And uh, I don't know how many of Miley Cyrus, you said? Yes, Miley Cyrus, okay. the right wing icon. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many of you, I mean, I don't know, you guys played Metal Gear or... Actually, I didn't. I played Metal Gear. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm outing myself. I'm yeah. going to do like just a, like uh, outline Milo's life. The reason I did the uh, intro from Metal Gear is because I I like to look at Milo's life as same progression as like Big Boss, Solid Snake, uh, had and <laughs> had in the video game. Oh my god! So yeah, where are we taking this? Milo's life starts uh, much like everyone else's. We all start like powerless and with nothing really. So uh, beginning, so it's three parts. Milo's life. The first part, he's Naked Snake. He's not Big Boss yet. He's Naked Snake. He is, you know, he's doing his best. He's trying to survive. The second part is his rise to prominence. Like it's somewhere from 2014 till 2017 before getting canceled. He's uh, he's Solid Snake. He's Big Boss. He's uh, he's the people. He's the person who that that's his legacy. That's what he's going to be remembered like. And then after 2017, really after his like hiatus after 2017, after getting canceled, he is punished Milo. He's Venom Milo. He's the, he's the, he's got like shrapnel in his face and like an eye patch and like all the vigor of youth is gone and it's just pure like sadness pure sadness yes sadness is in there for sure but it's also this like you know you do get a little bit zen after you've been like struck down you know the understanding like there's no not as much arrogance in there anymore he's still an awful person don't get me wrong but you can see the personal like growth you know yeah, yeah. like that can only be achieved by accepting when, defeat accepting defeat yeah like when you get so high up and someone like proves to you like You weren't that high at all, actually. There were so many people above you with so much more power than you. Man, I want to hear that story. Anyway, I'm going to start off. Uh, Milo is kind of like, I, I'd call him, he's not the king of grifters because king of grifters is Alex Jones. Maybe I'll do another episode where I'll also be like a fanboy for Alex Jones, but for different reasons. Sure. But Milo is, I'd say out of all of them, the one that burned the brightest. You know, he kind of, for a very short time made a splash. So I'm gonna start just outline his early life and then we get into like what's what's important about him because there's this I think there's a lot of there's a lot to learn for our listeners. Okay, great. If yeah, they yeah. if they ever want to start a career 
and uh, and and right wing nothing. In right wing. Well, is nothing the right word here? <laughs> exactly. Let's go into snake now. Let's go into naked snake. So uh, he was born in 1984 in a small town not that far from London. And uh, he was born in a family. His dad is an immigrant. That's where he got the last name, uh, Yiannopoulos. He's uh, uh, from Greece. But he was born, actually, like, because his dad, like a lot of immigrants, I feel like, would do. He took his mother's actual name, uh, Hanrahan. It's like uh, Irish, whatever. Hanrahan. Yeah. That's why I'm going to be taking my wife's name also, because I don't want to get in trouble as much <laughs> in Germany with my last name. <laughs> What's your last name? Oh, no, we, we don't need to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say soon it's going to be a very normal, very, a very kind of crusader sounding <laughs> last name. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. Hey, see, Ilya, I already learned something. I always thought the guy was American. No, no, he's British. Okay. He's actually British. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, uh, like, I'll just say it right now. He's also gay, you know. That's why a lot of people, you know, get confused whether he's gay or not because he has a British accent and it's hard to tell. Um, <laughs> but uh, his parents got divorced uh, uh, pretty early. And uh, he, uh, uh, I think he spent like most of his childhood or at least a large portion of it with his grandma on the father's side. And that's why he uh, was using, uh, he's still using her last name. I think it's kind of an homage or whatever. Or it just sounds cooler, to be honest with you, to be a cool guy in, in Britain. You don't want to be Hanrahan or whatever, mm. like every other guy in your yeah, class. Yeah. They all called Hanrahan there. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. want to be... Typical English name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's English. It's very English. Um, uh, so he cho chose Yiannopoulos. Uh, another uh, funny we should talk about me getting kind of a... What's it called? Tefton uh, last name. Was it the those knights? Teutonic, Teutonic uh, last name. Yes. You know. Yeah. This guy in 2006 uh, went by the name of Milo Andres Wagner, and he published poetry books <laughs> under that name. Right. Wait, w Wagner being like a part of his uh, artistic pseudonym, or like did he actually get he, that he name? And... I mean, he didn't legally change okay. it, but he yeah, it was, it was like, like pen. It was yeah, his pen, pen name exactly. basically. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. The word. And. Uh, that's so that's kind of honestly you don't see a lot of fash in earlier years that's kind of the only uh thing the name wagner and i read some of the poetry in there and i'll be honest with you i'm not good at interpreting uh words that first of all didn't rhyme you know <laughs> they didn't rhyme even. it didn't rhyme you know and i only learned that like when i first went to the us that like you could write a poem that doesn't rhyme and everyone thinks it's like fine <laughs> like it's it's okay to do that so in the russian culture that's not a thing like, no you like. can write but it's like most poems will rhyme yeah. <laughs> yeah. or at least there'll be like i mean mayakovsky would write poems that wouldn't rhyme but there'd be like some choppy rhythm in there mm. or he'd like fuck the words up so it it would have not a rhyme, but yeah, the rhythm. So Yiannopoulos basically just wrote a text and said it's a poem. I mean, I, I don't it's blame. I don't blame him. I don't want to say it's just him because I know a lot of like English yeah. English speaking world does that. It's not like for them they think that's a poem. You know, I think if it rhymes, it's like lame for them. They think like, what are you, you know, what you, what are you, you some kind of what, racial what kind minority? Of artist are you? You're what fucking poems why, rhyming. Why are you rhyming words? Are you not white? What's going on with you? 
You want to rhyme, go do rap. If you want to rhyme, go in the ghetto. That's where it belongs. <laughs> Upper class doesn't rhyme, dude. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, what is the... I Anyway, so what, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not good at interpreting poetry, period, but specifically not one that doesn't rhyme at all. And his didn't rhyme. But there was a couple of poems about Jews in there. Okay. So and mentioning Kristallnacht and something, Mm -hmm. and from the poem I couldn't realize whether he was pro or anti, (laughs) which is I guess never. It's an omen. (laughs) No, I mean for poetry you have to be like uh, open-ended, I guess. So you know, do do with it whatever you want. Plus, around this time or like shortly afterwards, he is still, um, in my opinion, pretending to be Jewish because he he says he's Jewish, but like I couldn't find proof of that okay to be honest with you so i think it is kind of a shield but Mm -hmm. who knows could be you know there's uh, that's what he wants yeah and uh, because the uh, the ultimate thing i'm trying to say is that even if he is doesn't i mean if he identifies this way if you identify as jewish i'm fucking i'm saying like dude we're all jewish you know in the in the in the eyes of our lords and savior jesus christ we're all jews (laughs) you know that's what i always say um so yeah, he came up with the uh, book of poetry and wasn't super successful. But I mean, come on, who knows successful poetry these days? I don't blame him either for that. At least he tried, you know. And um, funnily enough, in two thousand eight, he helped create a blog for um, a book that was about—I forget the name of the book—but the book was about uh, conspiracy theories and how uh, internet is helping proliferate them, saying basically conspiracy theories i'm gonna boil it down for you conspiracy theories equal bad in this book okay funny enough because Mm -hmm. later in his career he was definitely on the side conspiracy theory equals good you know yeah i want to i want to not dumb it down but like so our listeners (laughs) could understand (laughs) i understood it (laughs) conspiracy theories are bad to conspiracy theories are not theories they're conspiracy they're they're not theory it's not a theory it's an axiom so he wasn't saying like conspiracy theories are good in the sense of like um, freedom of speech but rather like they're true well down the line yeah and it's I mean when you get to this position you don't even call them conspiracy theories anymore you know it's just it's the truth yeah you know so yeah but in 2008 he was still on the side of the on the side of the globalists as I like to call them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, but this, uh, uh, writing this blog made him, uh, gave him a little bit of a name in the industry. So he got a writing job at the Telegraph, pretty big conservative newspaper in, uh, uh, in London. And uh, he didn't, from what I understand, he didn't last there long on the normal contract. Like already at this time, you can see he's kind of a bit of a volatile guy. Mm-hmm. I, I assume he's not like the easiest guy to work with. <laughs> so they went from like a contract to a, a freelance kind of relationship with him. But either way, they gave him a second chance or well, whatever. I mean, like he couldn't be ha- have been that terrible at writing at least. Like, no, no, that's another to, thing. Like, maybe I'm... keep his writing, but get him out of the Yeah, building. don't be in the <laughs> office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely, you don't want to have have this guy as like your cubicle partner. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, um, uh, the what I want to say, yeah, because I read a bunch of his articles and they're like, they're fun to read. It's always a fun read, especially I read the. I have a couple of here from his like earlier years. I'll just tell you right now. One of my favorite articles from his earlier years, just to give you a little taste. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of exactly. what he was writing about. So, ah, also I forgot to mention at this time he was around. This time he was also writing for. Uh, 
a newspaper called the Catholic Herald. Uh-huh. And because he's a Catholic, he's a devout Catholic. In addition to being Jewish, he's a devout Catholic. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. And uh, um, so he was writing in this newspaper. And this is just an aside because because uh, he's writing in a Catholic newspaper. So I was on this whole like crusade. I tried to find like when did he come out as gay? Because I in the articles like it you like I mean now looking back you read it you're like this is a gay guy <laughs> of course mm. but at the time he's working for a Catholic newspaper I I assume they wouldn't no 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 definitely if they found out something like this they would like under some pretext uh... they'll move him to a different newspaper they'll move him to like an African newspaper somewhere <laughs> But yeah, I couldn't, uh, I really put some effort, you know, I'm a creep and perv. I wanted to find out when this guy came out. I couldn't find out. I know it's like after, uh, or could be, again, could be this newspaper, you know, I'm, Britain still at that time has some labor laws. I assume like if he came out around that time, they wouldn't be able to fire him even as a... Uh, well, in Germany, I think they, the Catholic Church would have actually been. They would have, so, they, you yeah. can fire Catholics. Can I don't know him? about Britain though. Well, anyway, if if they can do it in Germany, I assume they definitely can do it in Britain. To be honest, I with don't them. know if they can do it in Germany. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like because uh, sure? until recently, at least, yeah. Until recently, they could do this. Yeah. I, again, I don't know. It's it's just I spent a couple of hours yesterday trying to do it. I got real frustrated. It's hard to pinpoint when was the exact moment, or if it wasn't a moment and they were just cool with the gay guy writing for them. I don't know. I know Catholicism and like homosexuality. There is kind of a hush hush type of thing going on where like maybe maybe not just don't ask don't tell type of thing you know but let me give you a little taste of the stuff he was writing and uh, at the telegraph and i'm not doing this because he wrote a bunch of like more serious articles he was more concentrated on like writing about modern day uh like tech stuff like startups Mm -hmm. and all that type of shit and those articles are also like pretty easy read go down easy if you're interested in tech which i'm sorry i'm not but uh they go down easy he's decent right i'm not gonna like knock him for that but i'm i just saved one of my favorite articles that he written which is article is put like putting it kind of generous because it's like two paragraphs so i don't know how much of a (laughs) it was a period where he was still writing articles or was the period where he became kind of more of a blogger that was kept there so the name of the article go easy on the muffins girls I, pr- I promise I'm not going to do a good voice. Um, I want to be serious about this. Uh, go easy on the muffins, girls. Half of Britain's woman- women uh, have muffin top waistlines, <laughs> we reported today. That's not surprising, given how many... Uh, I have a shitty printer. Given how many, I assume, muffins they eat. Um, the advent of Starbucks and other American-style coffee houses has been a disaster for female Weight Watcher establishments aren't about fine, uh, delicately roasted uh, Sumatran coffee beans. They're about eating cake for breakfast. Just as the pub is preserve of the British male, so the British female has colonized Starbucks. Uh, Nero Costa Coffee speculated that these lounge-style coffee bars offer a safer place for women. I'll say a safer place in which to uh, laden calories instead of boring old toast and marmalade. I think my printer like cuts off a piece of the shit, so I'm poor. Um, sorry if I sound misogynistic, but many of these girls don't just sip their venti mocha latte, they inhale it. 
anyway it keeps going on like this oh my god <laughs> oh my fucking god but and it's, that was like published in, in uh, it's an it's in a real newspaper and like oh forget about misogyny or whatever but this is like <laughs> that's oh a real like slow news week on this one uh but i think so here's this one. was published in a newspaper mm-hmm. so that's that's oh. uh i would say this is like one of the first again this is a conservative newspaper which kind because he was hired by the time he was hired i think like they knew he was gay uh this is like the one of the first instance the stuff i was talking in the uh, uh solid snake voice before mm-hmm. of like using like a, your own identity as a shield mm-hmm. so if you from their perspective like because if i read this in a gay voice it wouldn't have sounded as bad it would be like this like this little this guy mm. who is kind of sassy mm. and he's one of the girls so he mm. gets to like be a mm. little bitchy mm. so i i think at this point it was actually just that mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. i think he hasn't figured out that like the misogyny really sells because it's also it this article no man it, it it already shows it like the idea of like just the the sexualizing like the whole idea of talking how women should look like no no of course but no 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 of course it's beyond of course this is like what where it all uh, comes from but i'm just saying like compared to later like stuff where he like actually like theorized all these things because later he uh, goes into like saying that like um, yeah we, he goes even further than like later in his yeah, career when he knows because this is like that that's <laughs> what i'm saying this God. is just like i think this is more of like him exploiting his own being gay to be able to say things that his bosses would appreciate him mm. like, saying because mm. you know? then i read the comment section it's all a bunch of like like i don't know some middle-aged guys who are, like have wives and they're like ha 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 i read this to my wife she says yeah. never read your articles again i'm gonna do it anyway though <laughs> and it's all like this type it's of like bullshit. those groups like hispanics for trump for example yeah, yeah it's so kind of this it, that's what i'm saying so the um the he uh, that's why he's like a human atomic bomb because he is gay and he he's married to a black man and supposedly he's jewish mm. so this is the trifecta like yeah, there's honestly yeah, yeah. like there's really nothing that's his defense line like what else can you it's like on every front he's like defended i don't know what else could you come up with like the rest of them are kind of like and if he was disabled maybe or something like that <laughs> like, yeah he didn't get, go that far yeah and, like, yeah he didn't cut off his leg or something like soon maybe he can become a bigoted transgender <laughs> yes like he's, exactly he's still a so yeah that's the thing <laughs> it's it's before it's before transgender so he doesn't even know yet that maybe he needs to like move in this direction because soon he'll yeah. be protected on that front too which he will need to be anyway moving on uh that was 2008 uh for him that's around the time yeah he starts uh no 2009 is around the time when he starts being a blogger for telegraph and then uh 2011 telegraph gives him like an opportunity to uh run um because he's a tech guy to run uh uh, like award show for uh startups Mm. like top uh, i forget what it's called but it's like something startup 100 or something like that Mm -hmm. Mm. so the newspaper like gives this award to the he sets up the whole thing i think it's his idea and his own like events company i think does it and uh but what ends up happening from what i understand of what ends up happening is uh, like he rigs his own award show like the guy who was the judge on it he's like that's not the 
That's not who, like when they okay, when they opened the envelope with the actual winner. Oh really? Like, that's not the one, that's not the one we chose. <laughs> he just chose somebody by himself, basically. I think, or, or like someone of some like is it his friends or who knows? Like I don't want to mm. speculate. It's it's the fact is it was the guy says it wasn't the uh, company that he chose. Mm. And uh, after all this, uh, he decides to go out on his own. He founds. Uh, uh, this uh, news website also about tech in Europe uh, called The Kernel. That's the one that we were talking about, the one that uh, eventually, even though it actually was for a year that, or a year and a half that it really existed, uh, or maybe two years, uh, it gained kind of a little bit of traction and even broke some respectable stories and was generally, except for like the Milo style of like which, I mean, served him well so far of being, like, outrageous and, like, calling people out. Uh, despite all that, it financially, it couldn't survive. It, like, people were... Uh, in the end, people were suing him for the... Uh, defamation un- or... No, not defamation. His own workers, he wouldn't pay them. Like, he oh, okay. wouldn't pay his own workers. It's even worse. He didn't have a business plan, basically. He didn't have a business plan, yeah. And oh, he was an asshole. He was a, well, it's he both, never probably. <laughs> he's, definitely, he's definitely an asshole. <laughs> I don't know if a business plan was ever uh, in his mind or not, but uh, he ended up... Uh, they tried to sue him, his workers, and I think he ended up settling outside of court, and he, mm. out of his own money, he paid him the whatever he owed them like 24,000 pounds or something like that in unpaid wages uh, but anyway he sold the company and uh, to uh, uh, this uh, financial management or like a fund out of berlin uh, and they uh, try i think they tried to do something with it but then just sold it to uh, a different uh, american uh, media little like independent media company uh same year that he uh, uh, does the whole uh, kernel thing he uh, is uh, very outspoken on tv about being against gay marriage <laughs> you gotta explain that a little for me uh that's the thing i mean you gotta explain that you can say that literally at like go and further you will be able to say that little at every point being like what the what does it mean what is coming back <laughs> what does it mean <laughs> but <Why>? get this <laughs> get this he was against gay marriage the moment it passed in britain he was he said no i'm actually pro and he announced he's gonna marry his husband <laughs> <laughs> oh my god are you serious yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean like for me that sounds like a guy who was always trying to ride the, the wave like exactly but yes. usually usually people would do that for financial reasons mostly but this guy seems to have done it mostly for the fame right well that's the i think that's the uh that's uh, finances are now tied up in fame because that's the, the only way to make money these days because he's also he's from his family is not rich. That's mm. that's the only thing that kind of surprised me. I didn't expect. I thought he'd be like some posh British guy, but no. His family is like of pretty modern means. He's his dad has had like a small business in a pretty small town. Like that's. I mean, I'm sure he was like lower middle class. Mm. He wasn't like completely working class, but mm. he was lower middle class. And uh, yeah, like, I mean, I understand this need to you don't want to get your hands dirty you don't want to fucking do manual labor (laughs) it's so hard we all get that it's awful (laughs) it's the worst thing you can do with your life (laughs) and most of the people in the world have to do it and like if you see a guy like this he's if he sees a chance to do something other than that just like because he's a failed poet too and whatever this is like this artistic outlet of being uh of being a token gay guy (laughs) <laughs> being the guy, the gay guy who is opposed to gay marriage. 
And you know, other people start word wars and shit and yeah, <laughs> with yeah. that precondition. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so mm. that's what we're coming to. Like the whole um reason I'm even talking about him right now, because I haven't thought about him in years. I thought like I've known him for years, but I haven't thought about him in years. Like the first time I saw him was around two thousand sixteen. It was like I learned of him like right before Trump's election, I think. And then he kind of blew up around that time. And uh, uh, he got canceled for reasons I'm going to get into later, around 2017. And ever since then, like, I haven't heard anything from him. I haven't, like, I haven't even thought about him. Sometimes, I'd, like, ah, we're, we're talking about, like, that's the guy who I learned the, that Muslims shouldn't be trusted because their religion has this thing where it's, like, uh, allowed yeah. to lie to the infidels. <laughs> and I was always thinking, like, yeah, true, Christians are not allowed to lie. That's true. <laughs> and uh, uh, so that that's the sometimes I like remember him by like just whatever sound bites that I remember from 2016. Uh, but the reason he was on my radar the other day and why I changed the topic of the episodes to this, because I saw him um, on uh, uh, a podcast. I don't know if you guys know this guy, uh, Tim Pool. Mm, no, done. He's kind of uh, the most like boring person in the world without even like being smart because some people are smart and boring but he's like dumb and boring and he has this podcast where he like claims to be whatever centrist like equal um like both sides have a point or whatever yeah. <laughs> but ends up only talking to like right-wingers ever and he was on his podcast and it was so much fun watching it because guess what it's not just fifa going on right now it's the, the americans are about to have a prime like the primary started like Trump announced mm. he's running, Kanye West announced he's running. <laughs> the primary is full on. Kanye West announced he's running? Kanye West announced he's running for president. Oh and guess who is Kanye West's uh, campaign manager? Kim Kardashian. No, no this is his ex-wife. Jim Kardashian. Jim Kardashian. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I hope it is. Milo. Milo is his campaign manager. Wait. Yeah. And this Kanye is like, is yeah, this is news really? from like, four days ago but that's not the because uh but that's not the reason i uh, he came onto my radar that happened later he came onto my radar because he was on team pool's show and he was talking about how um uh he was talking about the midterm elections in america and he tim pool is like very 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 stupid man he's very very stupid <laughs> and tim pool was reading an article saying like oh because the, the, the republicans were supposed to win big time and not only didn't the they, red wave, yeah. yeah, the red wave was supposed to happen. And not only did it, the red wave not happen, but they didn't even win. <laughs> so the thing, and Tim Pool is there. He's like, what I don't understand from this article is, we did win. We got the house. How come everyone? How come everyone is so sad? We got what we needed. And uh, so why I loved this episode so much because Milo is there, and Milo is whatever you may say about him is like a smart person even if they're awful there's there's they're a yeah, smart yeah. person smarter than tim pool they're smarter than tim pool any even not a smart person <laughs> is usually smarter <laughs> than tim pool um but he's uh like he completely dismisses everything tim pool says he's, he's like you don't you don't understand what you're talking Shut about up now, please. yeah he's like these the, the you don't understand the, like they it's like what he told him it's like weather like you know like it was supposed to rain, you know? It was like a given fact. It was supposed That's to rain. That's how far he goes to explain it. Yeah, really. and oh, it man. didn't. Like, every every year in winter, it gets cold. And this winter, they didn't get cold. Like, they couldn't even get that done. Yeah. He's trying to explain to him. 
anyway, I spent like I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched like forty minutes of it, and uh, yeah, dude, it got me back into. I was like, yeah, fuck FIFA. That's the fucking sport to watch right now because the the hogs, the 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 right wingers are gonna go at it soon. Like it's gonna be. Uh, 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 white on white crime. <laughs> you know, it's gonna it's gonna be white on white violence. Yeah, well, finally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, not that, n- yeah, not that I would have anything against it, but like, um, I would be interested in what's your opinion of the the source for that. Uh, what do you like, mean? Like, why is it happening? Is it because like the money they they get from ah why they lost white Midwest wives uh, is like no 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 not why they lost like I mean, I, I thought you were talking about the the right wing influences that they are actually going at each other's throats. Or ah, okay, so I, right now I'm talking party. about. Uh, the right wingers are going to be all going at each other's throats, but politicians. I mean, politicians. I see, I see, but I see. by proxy, it's also whatever their right. hype, hype men are exactly, are going to be right. going at their throats because this Tim Pool is like uh, the fur the like the question he asked Milo. He's like, so what do you think of Ron DeSantis? I don't know. You guys know Ron DeSantis? Mm. See, there's like, so what do you think of Ron DeSantis? This is the guy from Florida. He's like supposedly the he's new. He's the Republican who's against Trump. Yeah, he's yeah. the rising star. And he's like, so what do you think of uh, Ron DeSantis for, <coughs> for, like, for his chances? And he also, like, I also was like, I have so much respect for him now. He's like, completely dismissive. He's like, this is not serious. This man is not, like, you can't go against Trump. Like, not in, like someone from the Democratic Party could maybe go against Trump. But in a Republican Party at this state, he, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm. This man is undefeated in a Republican Party. But you know, just today, I saw like a lot of the Republican Party, even uh, Mitchell McConnell, mm-hmm. like the, the biggest guy in the yeah. Republican, was um, like they were against Trump for... They host, hate him. They hosted uh, because he hosted like Kanye West and uh, a white supremacist. Well, yeah, like, that's... Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, but now even his own party is, is really like, flipping. But get him. this guy. It's literally the same thing that happened in 2016. No one wanted Trump in the party. They were all... They they, they all hated Trump. They but hated Trump. In the, the end, time. they were supporting him. In the end, they now were supporting him. Well, that's the thing. This time around, same time in 2016, they let's also see, they see. also didn't support him. That's that's the main argument. It's that, like they're replaying the whole thing, and they're also pushing. Like th- that time around, they tried to push Jeb Bush. Like mm, these yeah, people, we don't even remember their names anymore. Jeb Bush, I only remember because his last name is Bush. Exactly. All, and they but they pushed like 16 other guys. Mm. Christie, Christie. <laughs> yeah, Christie. Like they tried to push Christie on him. Nothing. You can't deal with this because th- that's the that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, it's the same thing. I don't want to compare Trump and Bernie, but the mechanism behind it. Bernie has well, loyal... The momentum, man, the momentum that he had in 2016 and before was much more... Oh, no, I'm saying he's now losing momentum for for the general election. Like, I'm saying, I'm just talking about... Uh, within the Republican Party. Within the Republican Party. I'm not saying he would win in a general election. I'd... I'd I'm, it's too early to say. I don't think he would. Yeah, yeah, we don't know yet. But, but in the Republican Party, I like unless the Republican Party like literally completely shuts him off, like they did with like the Democrats did with Bernie, then that's the only way for someone other than Trump to win. Hmm. Other than that, Trump has like movements behind him. There's actually like people who fucking love this guy. Yeah, who yeah would, definitely. Who would literally die for Trump? Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's yeah. why he's like dismisses. The, he's like, this is not serious. Like, this is this guy is a nobody. Mm. This guy is a nobody. Anyway, so I re- uh, that's how uh, Milo went back on my radar because I was like, oh, okay, someone actually like someone on the right is saying 
like at least has a right analysis of the situation mm. that's what's going on because the whole which is even rare in these days yeah it's very it's very rare i mean like I'm, i don't want to talk down in a sense it's it's hard in in most of mainstream spaces there's also not good left-wing analysis sure, yeah. also i mean in america left-wing is like it's not does what is that <laughs> right-wing like right <laughs> german social democrats yeah like what they call whenever they call like uh it's left-wing i was like wait it's uh it's li- it's liberals it's you li- you got it right liberals at west you like got very you, capitalist yeah liberals. you got it right it's liberals left wing i mean i guess if you want to argue like a guy who doesn't want to kill the jews is to the left of the guy who does want to kill the jews <laughs> that's i guess but it's all relative. that's the idea like, no of course it is in each country uh, hmm. or in cu- each culture it's a bit relative. but anyway I'm, all i'm saying is that it's um it's rare to see any good analysis like honest analysis of what's going on uh with anything really in america yeah. <laughs> it's like it's such a rare thing to see and uh another thing i really liked is of course it's like a smart guy around a bunch of stupid people <laughs> it's always satisfying to watch no matter like <laughs> which side is on no matter the affiliation but again uh it, that's another thing that i like it's kind of disturbing about Milo it's like just such a waste of talent because like you you put yourself you make a career out of putting yourself into in the rooms of fucking retards i'm sorry like putting yourself in the room of people way mm. dumber than you it's an easy win it's an easy win like mm. so there is like the satisfaction of watching this and being like oh this idiot is fucking that's just too, so stupid but then in the back of it it's also like yeah because you're not talking to a smart person you're you're talking down to somebody so yeah. do i do you read correctly that you would actually say that um well he always has these uh self-conscious issues or something cool. like milo ending up with the stupid people because he knows he will win oh there. i don't want to you know i mean it's me <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very uh, psychological it's me you know, psychologizing like, him yeah, i don't want to but I, I that's kind of the vibe that i'm getting because it's uh it's never it's i mean no one ever i first of all i don't believe even in debates <laughs> you know i don't think it's useless useful to debate anything but uh this being him being in a room with a smart person would either mean being in a room with like a true left winger or would mean to be actually in in a room with like some republican party operatives mm. who have completely different idea of what needs to be accomplished mm. than him because these people have a clear goal republican operatives they don't want trump because he's too much he was too much trouble yeah sure. they don't mind losing because guess what they just made abortions illegal in america a project that took him like 30 years mm. so these people are methodical they're like well-oiled machines mm. they, right. w- they will take a bunch of losses because they they just want to cut off the tumor of trump because mm. he keeps fucking everything up for them yeah, he was an experiment gone wrong a bit. it was for <laughs> sure for, yeah they didn't expect this shit to happen at all but once it did guess what that's another thing trump will do whatever they tell him because that's trump doesn't care you know trump doesn't really care he wants to, trump's goal is trump trump's goal is to be relevant for the rest of his life he was getting up in the years not much for fucking 70 year old <laughs> fucking with a crack addiction or whatever not crack what is it like me- me- like cough medicine or something i, oh, I God, forget what's it mcdonald's mcdonald's <laughs> addiction yeah, yeah. So there's not a lot of options in terms of like legacy for that guy anymore yeah yeah he just wants to be up there mm-hmm. so going back to milo yeah. how did his uh star rise so um i'm gonna just go to uh, uh like the main thing that made him famous 
is uh, kind of embarrassing. I think even to Milo. I don't know if you guys ever heard this term Gamergate. Yeah, uh, yeah some faint memories come up. Yeah, there. that's the thing. I, I've known about this since it happened. 2014, 2013, something like that. Let me let me just recall it as far as I remember. Yes, please do. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a female journalist. I don't know if she was specifically a gaming journalist, but that was kind of part of her job at the paper or whatever she wrote for. Mm-hmm. Was complaining about like toxic male culture in like online, yeah, pro- mostly shooter games like Call of Duty, I guess. Or something. I don't know. Even like the whole the whole gaming industry. I don't know. It was before the, as far as I know, it was before the the. Um, Game designers, the companies, like the publishers or whatever, they had their scandal of themselves, like with Blizzard, for example, just quite recently, I think. Mm -hmm. But it was way before that. It was more about the gaming culture per se. But that's all I know. And then, like, there was, like, a big uh, reaction from that culture of toxic males that basically called her a bitch. Yeah. Uh, So whatever you have said, I would have agreed to because I swear to God, I've known about the Gamergate since 2014. I tried to figure out what it's all about since 2014. It's very misogynistic. That's what I know. Like it's against also female gamers. Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely, we don't want girls here type of situation. But the specifics of it, I swear to God, four times in my lifetime, I tried to read the Wikipedia article or whatever. I, I get so bored. I could not handle it. Even for this episode. It's pretty much an exclusive uh, internet uh, scandal. It's uh, the the result of it. I know it has some to do with Anita Sarkeesian. She, she, I think is the one you're talking about. She was the, she was the one, but she was like saying, she's like, um, she's something between a journalist or like, uh, like an essayist or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she was just criticizing gaming industry for, uh, uh, like putting ladies in skimpy outfits and stuff like ah, that, yeah, and you know, right. like that you get to be- beat up hookers and mm. GTA. So it was like it was not. Uh, I mean, in GTA it was, you could you, you get to beat up anyone. See, that's that's the inner gamer in Moat speaking. He's <laughs> yeah. about to go burn her house. <laughs> but anyway, the, and so the neighbor's house. Bad to everybody. That's but what uh, but saying. she was criticizing it as like okay. no no no. But I'm saying like it uh, that was just a part of it. But there was some other bullshit with like integrity and video game journalism. That's what Milo made his name off of. He was saying that these people. I'm 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 not embarrassed because it's embarrassing. I think it's more embarrassing to know about this stuff than it is to not know about this stuff. So I'm not embarrassed for not knowing. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, in 2014, huge thing. And Milo uh, got uh, a lot of traction from it. Uh, a, a person who uh, before that referred to gamers as like basement dwellers, pathetic human beings, <laughs> uh, picked up that, okay, this is my moment. And he caught the energy that these people he rode the wave he rode the wave they didn't exactly like those guys it's not like right wing it's just run of the mill like sexism misogyny or whatever you know it's not right wing yet but like yeah, if potential you get incels, basically yeah but if you get this energy you can you can you can turn it into whatever you want to turn it into um so he uh like in, in the, the gamers game uh he just covered it he it was like a big deal by that point sorry i forgot to mention by that point he after selling the his kernel he is on breitbart you guys know breitbart oh right? yeah it's uh, steve bannon yeah the uh, steve bannon right? joined or andrew breitbart's before he fucking mm. did too much had too much fun and uh uh he he was like also a tech correspondent there 
And uh, if you look at the articles, I forget, uh, man, I forget if he started writing straight off with Gamergate or uh, I think he pretty much like right in the beginning that he became the correspondent there for the tech stuff. He uh, Gamergate was like his big break. And I think he had like four or five articles on it in a matter of in a couple of months. And he went around the like podcast circuit, show circuit, and he was talking about it, how. Uh, these people are tired of being called sexist and misogynist and come on men uh, uh, what's this phrase he used like uh, wouldn't you be mad too if every day you're called uh, sexist and misogynist of course they're mad and I'm like giving them voice yada yada mm. that was his big break who would have thought like who cares <laughs> honestly <laughs> but, but this guy he made a whole career because because before that I mean he he had this like notoriety and people knew about him but like after Gamergate he like whew, he took off completely anyway I want to I'm gonna read real thing real real quick something we all live on the internet some of us command large armies of loyal followers some are there to shock and entertain whoever is willing to watch fighting each day to stay relevant. And some are creeps who lurk in the shadows, watching others post and engage and react, enthralled by the spectacle. All truly live on the internet, unable to escape its lifelike embrace. No other facet of existence has been affected by it more than politics. After all, in theory, internet, or to be precise, its biggest tendrils like Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, are the closest we've gotten to a public forum, a place where ideas could be exchanged freely. This, of course, presupposes that politics is a brave battle of opposing ideas and not a merciless struggle for power. Whatever view you take on this, one thing should be pretty clear by now. No real political change happened because of the internet. Quite the opposite. All the energy we could have spent bringing about change or fighting said change off in the streets, we poured into the screens. But where does all this energy go? It doesn't just dissipate somewhere in the wires. Or rather, how long can it just dissipate in the wires before someone comes along who can harness it and turn it into the most sought-after prize imaginable? A media career. A long time ago, news of gold in the hills of California brought thousands there. People hoped for better, richer lives. Most never found anything, or very little. Those lucky enough to strike big usually wouldn't hold on to their fortune for very long. Gold prospecting is grueling labor. Finding gold prospectors, however, is very easy, especially in a gold rush. When your blood gets pumping at the thought of all the riches, waiting for you in those hills a man would always come along with all the equipment you need to mine that gold and for a fair price too sometimes this man already tried his hand at prospecting and found the enterprise futile and other times it's the same man who went around the country telling everyone the news of gold in california hills harnessing misplaced energy is a sure way to make a living all you need is enough cunning to see the moment and enough cynicism to seize it milo had enough of both and then some uh, so this is very much like about the harnessing of whatever this, this like kind of dormant thing in the gamer community because gamer community was up for grabs like gamers could have been leftists true. like true it was so far like not saying it was an unpolitical community because people were unpolitically but per se as like as their social interactions or whatever they were not organized along political absolutely lines. the only thing that speaks for like gamers and whatever like internet people to maybe skew towards uh right wing is like how i mean not just gamers but like everyone is isolated on the internet you kind of like 
uh, you kind of default to being like a libertarian. You're like, cause you're alone. There's no one else, and yes. whatever voices you hear on the fucking game, on the on the game, you're, I don't know, could have been anybody. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I get the point. That's why they they all scream the N word all the time. They don't think anyone's listening. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, uh, this was definitely a career-making moment for Milo. Mm. Since then, like, really, it's like Icarus, you know, like way up to the sun, but, uh too young i would say maybe not enough experience to like maneuver it long enough to to learn the craft to learn the, the craft, craft of economics. of grift yeah craft of grift he didn't he never learned the craft of grift um uh the the between 2014 and 2016 uh it was all about for him uh anti-feminism and uh Anti- anti-muslim yeah so it was the same that's uh, interesting enough it, and who knows if he did this or other like uh right-wingers on youtube or whatever <laughs> who Back were then. stoking the same flame kind of i mean the migrant crisis started happening around the same time so yeah, it was like international yeah nobody so, came up with it <clears throat> yeah so it was just ripe for harvest it it again it could have been anything really but uh, in this specific period of time it was going back to what I said uh, I learned all these interesting facts about Muslims from him that's why I still <laughs> careful around Moath and uh, uh, that how women are I mean at that time it was still like uh, in uh, like it wasn't fully developed for him the like the hatred for women for women it was like same sound bites that you would hear from all the right-wingers who are trying to be at least like maybe a little bit more outrageous it's like yeah women are were much happier before they had to be mm. in the workforce mm. which is you know it's i always like about the right-winger talking points because there is like a kernel of truth because like anybody is much happier before they have to be in the workforce. <laughs> yeah but not, but not to be not to be not to live a child like almost like a child for all of your life no of course how yeah. does he know that women were much happier no of course, he, he, <laughs> he just he, says it he doesn't no, know yeah, uh, <laughs> for all of them they, it's like they do these things that are uh, they take as like common knowledge or whatever yeah you know i mean which i understand they exist yeah, they play on less populist tropes, yeah of they're, they're, less, it less is populist, populist conservative tropes. common knowledge even though it's like such a hard thing to define it does kind of exist it's in the air it's all around us all the time so yeah women are like different from men and they're kind of more um they're more uh, suited for like taking care of things and like building things maybe and well this, this whole bullshit yeah, yeah. but it uh, never uh, in this period i feel i mean i don't know maybe in this private conversation but from what i remember it was never as a fully formed of like ideology it was more of just like repeating other people's ideologies uh, when he needed to and uh uh yeah, so it was uh, anti, specifically anti. That's the thing. So it wasn't anti-women at at that time. Feminism. It was anti-feminist. Yeah. yeah. So it was much more again riding this wave that uh, the whole YouTube was riding at that mm. time. To be honest with you, like, <laughs> like all the, those assholes, like yeah, like Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah, and, but yeah. It, Jordan Peterson wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, up on the scene yet. There was much more like guys who like used to be like atheists on YouTube, and then they became like 
uh, like, I guess they used to believe in feminism, and now they're like, fuck, I've got to drop my beliefs in feminism, too. That's another god. I'm not they repeated the same thing <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. Somehow, and the earth is flat. And, yeah, somehow it, 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 most of them were, like, people who before that were concentrated on, like, making fun of, like, uh, Christians or whatever. Muslims, probably, too, but uh, to a lesser extent, because, like, I think they're... they're Christians were closer to home. Mm -hmm. It was like the same thing. I don't know. You guys probably went through the same thing when you were teenagers. You were like, oh, fuck. Uh, God doesn't exist. <laughs> How does not does everyone not talk about this? Why, oh, the, the society <laughs> is ruined by... The main problem in society is that we believe yeah. in God. Mm. That's the main, if yeah, we didn't have that, like all the problems... I still have it, honestly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if, well, I mean... they are still in that phase. you still in that phase. like, God, as long as I could convince enough people to fucking not believe in Jesus and Muhammad... All the problems. No, just solved. believe in them. Just chill. Don't try to make it like a thing. Well, you you developed a little from that point. Though. Yeah. Of course, I'm kidding. You're like a Pokemon. <laughs> You're like a Pokemon. You're stage two. You're stage two Pokemon. Yeah. I'm a fucking Charizard, man. You're Charizard. Yeah. You burn bitch. the burn the cross, Charizard. <laughs> um. Uh. Khaleesi the shit out of you. Hell yeah, dude. Talking about dragons. Uh, but yeah, also fucking Game of Thrones was right around that time. Another little caveat: Game of Thrones equally enjoyed by both right wingers and left wingers. You ever notice that? Yeah, it's all. It was like a universal uh, enjoyed thing. It Except some people were rooting for Cersei, and some people were <laughs> rooting for Jon Snow. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm wondering: Was there ever one, like someone who was rooting for like Joffrey? Being, like, you know what it is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right wingers. Yeah, that, Joffrey. That, look at Joffrey that, yeah. and look at Trump. Dude, dude it's actually funny <laughs> enough. I think <laughs> Milo is pro joffrey <laughs> for sure because sure. milo and ramsey yeah later in his life <laughs> no not ramsey he's a bastard there is no milo oh, like him. especially like after this portion of the interview that i talked about where he was going uh like making some good points about uh, the republican party and uh how like it's futile to fight trump after that he went into more of his like worldview and uh, it started shining through the um the uh the catholicism oh yeah which, it's coming back like it's hard for me to tell how much of it is like an act how much of it it isn't because it's also i'm skipping over a bunch of shit but uh i'll just weave it into this we're done with timelines the uh because uh we, we covered this he's gay but uh um Recently, he uh, a couple of years ago, I think a year, maybe two years ago, I heard the news that Milo decided not to be gay anymore. <laughs> so he, but Catholic instead. Well, he was Catholic all the oh, all yeah, the okay, time. Sorry. Like so it's he, just he, he was went like, hetero. Well, I don't know if he went hetero. He decided not to be gay because, like, the way he puts it, for him, it's like an addiction. So he's like, I'm gonna cure my addiction same way as any other addiction is cured i'm just not gonna did he divorce from his husband that's the thing he said my hu my husband is uh demoted. equally not gay <laughs> no 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 he said my husband is demoted from husband to housemate i just live with him now. oh my god <laughs> which i mean makes me doubt the real the reality Ooh. of him not what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Why is that guy still living with him? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm, I hope he's not actually. I, uh, I, I really like knowing Milo. It could be this or that. I hope he's still having sex with him, just for his sake, to, like for for mental, our sake, for mental mean. health, <laughs> for our sake, really. Keep him, keep him, keep those uh, testicles uh, empty. You know what I mean? Uh, but um, I want to jump back a little bit. So we give him full. 
uh, he he was super well to keep him full would mean like we're in in five years we'll have milo as the as the president as the pure <laughs> as, as the, the pure of the crystal fascist <laughs> keep, united keep states him full as in don't fuck like keep him <coughs> ah like retain semen full of sperm yeah. yeah and then like come once a month and then it feels better anyway let's get back to business <laughs> yeah. um so uh he was riding high ever since like around t the time trump got elected never got any love for trump even though he has a lot of love for trump he never got some love from trump back which is a, a thing that uh, happens to a lot of people who love trump trump does not like people who like him he despises his base and he despises anybody who shows affection towards him he likes people who are powerful trump likes trump trump's like pop trump but he also likes someone with power someone who could technically threaten him somehow yeah like Putin. Putin, like all this stuff. He likes, or also big guys. He likes big, big people who are big. He likes people who are tall. Mm. Likes that stuff. I, I wasn't sure if you meant like literally or metaphorically big, but like no, literally tall. also and figuratively, <laughs> and figuratively too, but uh, literally too. So uh, Trump gets elected. Uh, some of the Breitbart crew, Bannon and Miller, they become part of the cabinet for a very short time, and uh, uh, Milo never becomes a part of. The, uh, uh, the whole uh, Trump team. The whole Trump team. But you can also see this. So I'll get to the cancellation. He got canceled by an, uh, uh, by a side that claims to not cancel people. He got canceled by his own. He got canceled by uh, right-wingers. <laughs> and no, uh, it's an accomplishment in itself. That's uh, why, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. This is, like, in my mind, he's the most, like, tragic right-winger. Like, uh, why did they cancel him? They got ca he got canceled. That's uh, coming back to he he wasn't um, well versed enough to understand how to be an operative. He in some interviews resurfaced where uh, he was talking about his experience and he said that he doesn't think that it's such a bad thing for like a young boy, say thirteen year old, to have an experience with an older man or an older woman, assuming that he probably that how it was for him. You know, because he said, especially, I think he even spe said specifically, like in a gay community, it's like a different thing. Mm. And uh, they couldn't have any of this. That's like, that's the thing that um, the moment he kind of like opened up about like the reality of his sexuality instead of the like the the facade, the stereotype mm. that he was putting on, this yes. like yeah. queen who like yeah, yeah, flamboyant. Yeah. yeah, the right wingers allowed him to be their right wing fairy basically. Yes. But like after he like took it more seriously they cancelled. Yeah, like they don't really want to know about your sexuality. They just want you I mean they'll they'll they I I'm sure a lot of them enjoyed have spending time with him. He's very charismatic, but only on this I mean, level. The image, the image. They wanted yeah. the image. They wanted this image and he went I think too far and too deep into his own beliefs probably. <laughs> and uh, he flew too high and the wings melted and everything fell down afterwards. His book deal, like everyone shunned him, no Breitbart anymore. Everything's gone. No one wants to deal with him anymore. Yeah, good. Yeah good supposedly but I would now say so. for the wrong reasons maybe for the wrong reasons but the, the right guy <laughs> at least we got rid of him yeah. you know but now he's back and we're coming back to today today is back he's milo's back milo's back he's kanye's uh manager he's kanye's <laughs> oh, campaign so manager <laughs> yeah again yeah i forgot about this that's so funny because kanye claims he's uh, so bizarre i mean look someone like kanye west is already thinking he he can really be a politician 
well, of dude, one of the most powerful countries in the world. Not just, oh, look, you can and dream. this guy. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's a dream team. We'll see. So the dream team is him, wow. Milo, uh, Nick Fuentes, who is like, I mean, we all, uh, all left always gets accused of calling people Nazis. And I do call everybody Nazi, so I'll be honest with you. But, As a Russian especially. Uh, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like, take it easy. Yeah? Okay, I'm not one of those Russians. I'm, I have roots. I'm, I've, always, I've always been pro, like, not only... I didn't want to get you into I've, trouble. I've here. always wanted not only for Ukraine to be its own country, but for Russia to give more land to Ukraine to make it even bigger and nicer. That's what I always said. No, that's like since I knew you were always like yeah, Russia should give some land to Ukraine. I start every conversation with that. Especially the west of Ukraine. Maybe yeah. Russia should put it back to get it back to Ukraine. The east of Ukraine. I'm that. Yeah, yeah, the east of Ukraine. <laughs> west. If we if we get a situation where we have we have to give the west of Ukraine back to Ukraine, we're gonna be in the, the third problem. World I think we're we'll probably beyond. I think the war is over <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yes, I mean, exactly. Um. What we're talking about? <laughs> ah, so um, uh, yeah, Kanye is running. Uh, uh, that's why Milo is kind of back in the news ish. But I think the interview that I watched with him, where he was doing analysis of what happened to uh, the Republican Party, was before he even knew that he would maybe working with Kanye. Because I think uh, Kanye was talking to some, or like Nick Fuentes was talking to somebody in uh, Infowars, Alex Jones uh, people, and they like recommended Milo to him saying like maybe you should like ask this guy to be so a just sum it up he was recommended to Kanye by a Nazi uh yeah Wars. <laughs> like borderline Nazis <laughs> <laughs> well Infowars I think the next episode we do Infowars we do Alex Jones not Infowars just Alex Jones but um but now he is the manager he, he is the campaign know. of manager of Kanye but I just want to give a caveat first caveat like uh it's Kanye like I know he wants us to take him seriously, but it's saying I won't really take Milo as his campaign manager manager seriously until it's like until they last for at least like a mm. couple of weeks because the Kanye is pretty volatile. It's anything could set him off. Plus, some some texts leaked the other day of Milo a couple of years ago texting about how Kanye is probably gay and like he calls everybody gay. He's a gay fish. He's yeah. not gay. He's and gay true, Kanye is a gay fish. I forgot that. True, that's yeah. probably... South Park yeah. already sold it. Yeah, true. They they were like, they jumped on it way before Milo, dude. Yeah. Um, so I it's he is his manager on paper right now. Let's see how it plays out. I don't know. The funny thing about Kanye is, if there's anything funny by this point, it's kind of fucked up what's going on. The new funny. My, my boy is really going through some tough times right now, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I didn't think it would go this far that we'd be talking about Jews and stuff. He, but Kanye, he, yeah. He went anti-Semitic as well? Kanye went anti-Semitic, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, this is like, if you guys didn't know this, I should probably... America, know. ladies and gentlemen. Like, yeah. We're it, it, like an African-American rich, weird artist, musician becomes an anti-Semite. Land of opportunity, you know? Yeah. Actually, that all, land ha- of opportunity. Anybody that all happened on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, an American... What the fuck? I'm not, on, I'm, I'm not on Twitter. No, no, but I mean, like, He's just to add a little internet uh, uh, slice into yeah, the whole yeah. mix. What'd you say? Yeah. I just I said it happened on, on what he just Yeah, said. yeah, he it tweeted it Twitter. out. He got his Twitter back from Elon Musk. What, what did he back. say? What did well, okay, so I'll do like a little. No, I mean, no, no, no I want to do. No, 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 I want to. Like, I just want to 
give you all the information I have that is the best information that I have. So the tweet was something like, I'm feeling sleepy today, going to take a nap. But when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on the juice. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, that's that's what I recall. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? It was a, well, it was first a, of all, everyone was asking, everyone is like, uh, everyone's like, DEFCON 3? The middle one? <laughs> like, not the worst or the, the What's best Defcon? one? DEFCON is like the, defense, the how, uh, how the American, American military uh, uh, um, defines the state of how they have to be def defensive readiness. Yeah. yeah. So and Defcon is like high alert. I don't yeah. remember which one. It's like one they have a meter, basically. It's like one to five. I yeah, think. one to five. But I don't remember. Also, I don't and remember. Defcon is. It means what? like if how how high how alert or low alert. No, no. Defcon is the name of the system. The spectrum, yeah. And then the spectrum is from one to five. So you can be Defcon one or you can be Defcon five or anything in the middle. So the thing is, I also don't remember which one is worse. I think actually high, oh, so higher is so worse. So just saying, like, I'm gonna worse. put the Jewish people on, under the radar. Uh, well, DEFCON 3. Still, still I, I don't fucking know what everyone, you wanted to say. Everyone's <laughs> trying to figure out because, yeah. like, you used to people maybe go in DEFCON 5 or, okay, whatever, DEFCON 1. We could understand what you mean. Like, oh, I'm just starting or, like, it's out war right now. I dare say it's another incident of Kanye being smarter than he is, actually, you yeah. know, by not knowing what the DEFCON thing is, then saying DEFCON 3. And in so in the end, he can say it, it was both things. Yeah, yeah. I think that was literally what it was. He could, just I'm like neutral, me, guys. just like me, he couldn't remember. He couldn't remember which one is yes. worse. So he's like, ah, I'll go middle. <laughs> Let's just to be sure. Let's go three. Um, so he tweeted that. Then a bunch of stuff happened. Uh, like, obviously, he lost a bunch of contracts with Adidas and all these people. And then he went on a media uh, circuit and kept saying, like, the, this person in my life was Jewish. This is not good. This person in my life was Jewish. Also was bad to me. And uh, So he made it from bad to worse. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, I mean, it's insane. It's really. It's, I want to watch this. It's, uh, I mean, it's much, it's, it's, it's as interesting as Kanye's been in years. I'll be honest with you. It's it's very interesting. To interesting watch. equals crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, like, yeah. His office is mad. Apparently, supposedly. he's he wants to get traction and more yeah. fame through this shit. I'm wondering, yeah, because through that's being a, like a fucking asshole. That's what it seems to be, because uh, I think that's why they all these guys attracted to each other, because that is like being anti-Jew is kind of kind of back in the game. This is back in the conversation. We get to talk about. Jews and how come they're there and how come you know how come there's so many Jews Lucky there that all those people <laughs> still support Israel <clears throat> well that's another thing well they, you should flip the thing dude like, like you shouldn't uh, hate Jews so but be against Israel like, dude, that's, so that's the political usually that's, that's, that's the right place to be usually that's the fucking thing but with these guys I'm not even sure anymore I was thinking I, I don't have this opinion fully formed yet. I was just thinking about recently, but I, I had the same question because usually, yeah, as you said, it's flipped. It's usually like they're super pro-Israel and whatever. Who ca even cares by this point if they're pro-Jew or not pro-Jew? Um, but I'm wondering what's the... Because Kanye never talks about Israel. He doesn't say anything about it. So I could see something in his mind because he is kind of cookie and he is... he Because he also said... Like, he uh, is a black Israelite. He said all black people are Jewish. You know, so I get to say anti-Semitic things. <clears throat> what the fuck does the DEF country then mean? <laughs> I don't know. Why is he, like, doing uh, Jew-on-Jew violence? Yes. You know what I mean? Um, 
anyway dude, it's like so it's so fresh it's hard to decipher it yet that's what i'm basically trying to say yeah um i mean fucking he's an artist why would anybody support this like not even an art, a good artist like uh, like just to be clear how dare you? i don't like his how work dare you? i have a neutral opinion on kanye west i mean Ar- kanye west's art he's, he's pop like, he's just as pop as it can get i mean anyway. he is pop he's uh for a while he was the king of the pop you know after Michael Jordan, yeah. Michael Jordan. After Michael <laughs> Jordan died. <laughs> After Michael Jordan got killed by his doctor. <laughs> but dude, like, still this like amazes me in the American, like, especially in the USA, this culture where entertainment and politics and reality and fiction they're all neat. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, and people. It's so blurry. Everything is so blurry. Like people, how can you think that this guy can can be? How he can be in a society where a singer, just a singer who and a fashion enthusiast or whatever, <laughs> can <laughs> literally be a fucking like have the audacity to think that I can lead the country. Well, Reagan was I an mean, actor. We well, they're all laughing until they make it. You know, Reagan was an actor. We have yeah, yeah we have Trump as well. It's just it's so sick. I that, think that society uh, is in that level. I, I, it's, it's really an, an empire in decline. It's yeah, yeah, crazy. big time. That's that's you said it. Dude. I think it's uh, uh, another thing uh, that it's all about is that, uh, like, especially with Trump. I mean, se- since forever, since like seventy years, no one actually done anything with the presidency in America. Uh, but Trump, especially, like all this hyped up, all the things that he was supposed to do. When you come into the office, you get to talk. You always get to talk with people who tell you what you can do and what you cannot do and bill clinton had the talk obama had the talk trump i'm sure idea but even trump trump had the talk but he never listened to it no 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 but that's the, the thing he, he totally listened he didn't he like I don't think he understood he that. he was outrageous on tv but look at the policy he did exactly the same thing that they wanted him to do he put the judges in Whatever the rest, they didn't yeah, really care Yeah, as a Republican, of course, he did. But <clears throat> they didn't really care about any of the other stuff. He, Trump couldn't change anything meaningfully in America. Obama couldn't change anything meaningfully in America. Kanye West gets to run for president <laughs> because it oh doesn't, because oh it doesn't matter yeah. who the president yeah, yeah. is, especially, especially if you don't have a movement behind you. If, let's say, it happens, Kanye somehow wins the presidency, there is no movement behind him. He wouldn't be able to change anything. What, maybe Bernie could have done something with the actual movement behind him if he ever got the chance but even then it's such an insurmountable just it's it's close to impossible to change That's, anything yeah it's, it's crazy I as understand. a president i understand like, even in the u.s man now if you talk about work-life balance mm-hmm. even like if you're in the republic in the democratic party and talk about maternity leave paid maternity leave for like how it's in most of quote unquote first world countries you will lose you nobody will support you yeah dude, it's, just like it's corporates and yeah, yeah it's yeah. pathetic like right now in america they got the the rail workers are on strike and uh, uh biden, and biden like yeah it, he made it like as it's forbidden it's a crime yeah he to, basically said a guy who ran as like i'm a labor guy it's forbidden but guess get this obviously like aoc and bernie are with the with the with the labor and uh, uh they're doing they're uh, 
they're pushing for renegotiations for the mm. contract. It's it's going to continue. The strike mm. is not ending. But or if, I don't know if it's still happening, but if it already happens or anyway, the threat is still there. But the things they're fighting for is so basic. It's peanuts. Not only basic, yeah. like basic would be sick leave whenever you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. basic. Even in in Jordan for example, we didn't have this uh, like you have a number of days to be sick. You're yeah, like, you're. How the d- fuck would I know? <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing is, they, they plan your sicknesses. Please. Plan your, that, your viruses. That, that would be basic. If just when you get sick, you're allowed to not work, but not lose the money. That's basic. What they're fighting for is seven days of sick leave. And don't ask me if that's month or or year. Of course, I think year. it's year. year. Yeah. But that's I'm saying it as a person who is sick all the time forever i am like if i was in america i'd be homeless you'd need it per month <laughs> i'd be i'll be dead if i was in america i would be no they can fire you if you're sick yeah of course i would be on the streets and i would like not if you i mean streets. if you're sick more than six days a, six days a year you get but fired. dude get this also seven days is already them uh uh going down shot, yeah that's them going down originally they were asking for 15 they already went down to seven and they are thinking about going down to four. Like what? Crazy, yeah. So what? What do they don't have any sick leaves? Right now, no, nothing, no. Because also, I know that their problem is also uh, about their shifts. Mm-hmm. Because they they're working all around the clock, and all this shift things uh, is like killing their lives. Especially, you're not like it's hard enough to be for example a doctor or a nurse or somebody who works like on long shifts for things that mm. needs to be working 24 hours but you are still in, in the same geographical area mm. but being on shifts and traveling in a fucking train, a all the train time, yeah. it's an it's insane yeah they need some uh, like some kind of normality in their life yeah, yeah. yeah these people and are that's their right that's or just more right. employees so they can like uh have a cl- yeah. tighter knit net of like exchanges of, of shifts and whatnot. Yeah. Exactly. That's coming back to like all these right wingers, like Milo and everybody. It's like being a pirate, but you're pay- <laughs> you're being paid peanuts and <laughs> but you're living. Yeah, dude, pirate, working for American you get, Railway. You basically yeah, you pirate. get the worst thing for pirate. pirate at least life. you get the you get the stake. Like you you get the whatever booty, booty you get to yeah. get a percentage. You know, they're yeah. never get any percentage of anything. It's better to be a pirate than a fucking Nothing. railroad worker. Exactly. Yeah, you get the worst from pirates and the worst from employment. Yeah. Also, you out at sea, <laughs> it's good <laughs> air. It's the worst. Yeah. You're, contra- you're a contract pirate, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the like another kind of a, uh, alarming thing that I heard when Milo was speaking is. And I noticed that with a lot of right wingers, especially like in Poland, that's going on where they start using the left's politi- policies like because the left is not doing anything in poland they extended the maternity leave they're they, all in jail yeah the left yeah, is all in jail the left is all in jail but also the the ruling party the right wingers give people maternity leave they gave people yeah, like yeah. extra money to start a family all that stuff and milo was talking also on this podcast he was like <clears throat> our society is like collapsing and i was like oh he's gonna go about culture which they always do but in this instance, he was like, yeah, the labor has completely been eroded. There is no way for labor to fight back to capital. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Did he read his <laughs> marks? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how much of these guys. National 
socialism. Yeah, yeah, there is national socialism out there. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what like uh, yeah, I don't know, like I don't yeah. know about the socialism and also we had to discuss the, I mean, so the writing, actual the writing socialism and national socialism, but like the the whole like national socialism as like a like a word by word concept yeah. that's pretty much what right wingers uh, 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 not so much in america i think actually but no, like, they're, uh, that's all the around thing. the I rest s- of the globe very much shoot for uh, yeah because they're all the the what's his name orban they're all doing the same, they're doing the kind of the same spiel these days those guys. they're all doing the same yeah mm. so i think it's going to be on the table i i the other thing is like I doubt any of this is actually going to be implemented because, come on, like, no one's... Yeah, yeah, like, if they, the, if the, the first thing they forget when in power though, yeah, about the that's social the, policies. The, it's not happening, at least not in this uh, climate right now. But it's just, I I heard him say it and I was like, okay, he's one of those also. Which is the, uh, that's the future of those those assholes. That's the future. That's how they're going to be. Yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. wrap it up with, like, it's not about Milo anymore because I said my piece about Milo. He's the best. <laughs> he's uh, the best out of the all those guys he's my favorite uh but uh specifically i thought about it recently with kanye because uh just to end on more of a fun note <laughs> and that's what kanye's good for <laughs> on more of a fun note i want to end the um there's my gay fish, gay fish. there's this uh uh, s- uh this writer russian writer from the 90s this like magical realism a postmodern kind of guy who was mostly writing about the 90s, Pelevin. And he has this short story about um, uh, in the 90s, you know, like some people got super rich and some just squalor, like the worst lifestyle mm-hmm. possible. So one of the guys who got rich in the 90s, he is walking in the park and he's carrying a bunch of money. And he, I think that's how it starts. And but that's the main premise. He's walking in the park. He's carrying a bunch of money, and he starts noticing that he's like finding money. And then he starts thinking, and he like finds in some like abandoned state university. He finds this alcoholic physics professor, and he's like, "Doc, I have this theory. I think whenever I'm carrying money around, I started like attracting money. Like there's money around me." And he's uh, and the f- physicist is an alcoholic, no work. He's like, "Okay, I'll like I'll work for you." And uh, they start doing experiments. They start s- sending those guys into the streets of uh, Moscow, I think, or St. Petersburg, uh, with like bags of uh, cash, with like millions of dollars in there. And they call them uh, uh, like. Go walk and see if you attract money. Yeah, but they call them Bablanaft, like cosmonauts, but like okay. for money. Mm-hmm. And they send them out there, and they keep finding like under the under the bushes or anywhere, like like huge amounts of money and he's like yeah i think there's something to it let's start researching it but anyway yada 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 it basically w- works like gravity so money attracts money uh, but what he uh, this professor discovers is that there is like a singularity point where like a person with a lot of, a lot of money can become kind of a black hole so these people they start like they decide to do this experiment and they give this guy like billions of dollars or a m- couple of millions and they realize that this guy and they send him out into the world I, they put this money into his like, bank account and they send him out into this world and he buys a bunch of yachts. He starts hanging out with like girls and like yada, 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 this lavish lifestyle. But then to return him from space, they like withdraw all the money from his bank account. Mm-hmm. And then when they talk to him, he talks to them, they're asking him, so how was it? And he's like, what, how, what, what? He's like, <laughs> he doesn't remember anything. What happened? <laughs> and so the, he like, uh, I forget what it called. It's like it's a funny like physics name, but he he calls it something, and it's basically an amount of money which you cross where you are not present anymore, and they even hook up the 
uh, they hook up uh, the electrodes to people yeah. to see what they're dreaming about. Like while they're, <laughs> while that moth is looking at me with the face, he's like, really? <laughs> like it's really happened? Yeah, it all happened. <laughs> 90s, 90s Russia was wider. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is a really nice story. No? Yeah, yeah like it's it. a good story. I love this story. Physically and and uh, they go into, so they monitor his brain and like the whole time he doesn't see anything what's going on. He just sees this like green corridor. You know, and the story is called the Green Corridor, and they never figure out why that happens. They're like, just these people get lost. There's no in the Green Corridor. They get lost in the Green Corridor once they reach that amount of money. They're not with us anymore. So I think with Kanye, that explains it. With Kanye, that's the, what I'm saying. Because yeah. per- as a person with obvious mental illness, I think he is the first person. Because all the Bezos is all that they're so secretive. They're yeah, like yeah. they'll never disclose what their actual lifestyle is. Kanye has got a mental illness, and we get to see him actually show us what the hell is going on in these people's heads. When and Elon Musk lately, yeah, yeah Elon Musk, yeah. like especially <laughs> yeah, Elon Musk. <laughs> Man, Elon Musk is also this isn't he? Thing, I'm so happy. I wish he can he can go bankrupt. Oh, dude, come on! He's you like I've I've haven't been on Twitter for like years. He might, man. But when he got in, like I started like looking into it, it's fun to be on Twitter. It's fun. It's like shitting on him, people defending him. It's constant arguing. It's fun. I'm not going to lie. It's fun. But anyway, I think Kanye is our opportunity to finally look beyond the pale and see the green corridor. The green corridor. Exactly. And it just started. We're just in like episode one, season one. Who knows what's going to happen? Probably genocide, but... You know, let's wait. Let's see. So, guys, stay tuned for the next episode for the Green Corridor. Green Corridor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans are coming. <laughs> no, that's the Brown Corridor. Brown Corridor. Wow. Well, was well, with you, Moad, here. And thanks for the host. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. That was pretty insightful. I love everybody. And, yeah, um, see you next time. Ciao. Bye-bye. Cheers.